0: Chapman here. Welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. Today we are joined by thematic investing strategist, Michelle Liberté. Michelle, welcome. Thanks for having me. Good morning. Good morning, Michelle. So I know that you've talked about long-term investments before, and you and your colleagues recently published a report. Can you start by giving us a quick overview of the piece and what it entails?
1: Yeah, so I mean, we've published a few times on the energy transition and water scarcity um, in the past. But what I what I wanted to mention, you know, first and foremost today, um, is that when you hear about you know these types of themes or about thematic investing, uh, it doesn't need to mean high growth equities. Um, And I think those two things are associated pretty commonly. Um, but there are a lot of ways to get thematic exposure. Um, and that includes fixed income. And that's especially interesting right now because yields are attractive. Um, so we've recently just been discussing you know how to go about doing um, you know, or gaining attractive yield opportunities that relate to energy and water. Again, you know those themes that we've been talking about quite a bit um, and how these two things relate to uni bonds and emerging market bonds. Uh, And I mentioned yields were attractive Uh, in some high tax states, the taxable equivalent yields are around or even higher than seven and a half percent on longer dated double A rated munis. Uh, So on a risk adjusted basis, that's very attractive.
0: So I want to focus on those themes that you talked about. So energy transition and water scarcity. But how do those topics relate to fixed income and why are these themes important to investors? Yeah, it's a really
1: good question, um, and I can you know start with the the latter half there, you know the themes themselves and, and why they're important. Um, but the energy transition is something that's going to take time. Uh, energy demand is estimated to rise over the next 20 years, uh, and we're going to see large sums of capital being deployed to shore up energy infrastructure, and that's really across the board. Uh, it's not just renewables; it's natural gas, uh, grid infrastructure, storage too. Um, And separately, we also have aging water infrastructure throughout the U.S., uh, and that's just now uh, being addressed through a variety of of spending plans. But when it comes to fixed income, uh, the the first part of your question there, if these are topics that interest you, again, you don't necessarily need to buy the associated equities. You can also lend to these same industries that are undergoing transformation and instead gain exposure to an income opportunity. So I haven't even uh, gotten to emerging market bonds really yet either, Um, but if you think about the underlying secular drivers um, that we've identified that drive demand for some of these industries, so think population growth, urbanization, um, and how those can increase both electricity and energy demand, as well as uh, demand for water infrastructure in urban areas, Those two trends are really playing out in emerging markets. Uh, So our curated list of emerging market bonds uh, can be another way to to gain income opportunities uh, in the same regions of the world where we're seeing long-term growth opportunities more
0: broadly. So it sounds like these themes are going to be very relevant for at least for the next coming years. But what about right now? What does CIO recommend for investors interested in these themes?
1: Yeah, uh, that's a great, great point. And, um, you know, I already mentioned that 7.5% yield uh, in certain states, right? Uh, tax equivalent yield, I should say. Um, but we also like fixed income more broadly because we think that investors should take advantage of these higher rates. Uh, and for muni specifically, uh, in May, the muni bond market saw some downward pressure on prices as a result of higher U.S. Treasury rates, uh, mutual fund outflows. We also saw an uptick in primary uh, market bond sales, so we're encouraging investors seeking income to use this as an opportunity to buy muni at attractive yields ahead of the uh, typically heavy uh, summer redemption season. So we do currently prefer muni sectors that should exhibit credit quality resilience. Uh, so, for one example related to the energy transition, uh, public power agencies tend to exhibit pretty stable and resilient. Uh, credit characteristics, mostly due to, uh, to their rate-setting autonomy um, and by the fact that they're essential. Uh, our community team here at NCIO uh, can help investors navigate this market, too. They uh, have a framework that can identify the certain states and localities uh, and the differences between those uh, and where you, the electric utilities might have higher uh, environmental risk, for example. And then just to, to round out the conversation, uh, when it comes to water, and we also think that water and sewer issuers uh, that are well-positioned to meet challenges like drought uh, and that have maintained strong levels of liquidity uh, and low to modest leverage, um, we actually recommend large and well-established issuers um, with a diverse client base, strong reserves, and strong water rights. Um, so, let me stop with those examples, and I can turn it back to you.
0: Thank you so much for joining us, Michelle. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Of course. And again, we have been joined by thematic investing strategist, Michelle Liberté for the Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. And as a reminder to our listeners, Top of the Morning is a part of the UBS Market Moves podcast channel, which is available where podcasts are found, including on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Visit UBS.com forward slash studios to view the entire podcast offering, as well as the UBS trending video series. From UBS Studios, I'm Siobhan Chapman, and thank you for joining us.